Hi there, welcome to the Chesa Pod. I'm your host, Constance Khanakhom. And as usual, I'm not flying solo. <laughs> I'm accompanied by... Joy Mpande. And now, while the worst is getting worse in terms of the weather, of course, we are here to cozy you up, giving you the entertainment scoop of the week. Tune in. Uya's Umzanti Salaville is filled with flavor. But you know that Or who secured the latest bag? Or just who's dripping with sauce? And who's adding the spice? Because if it's hot, then it's definitely in the Chisa pod. Welcome back. We're here to give you the entertainment wrap. Um, that we promised you that we're going to do it every Friday, catching you up with the hottest entertainment news. First right. up, congratulations are in order for Mbumelele Mseleku and his second girlfriend after they revealed they're expecting a baby together. Mm. Now, Mbumelele is seemingly following in his father's footsteps. He's got two girlfriends named Vuyogazi and Tirelo. Mm-hmm. So Tirel was now pregnant. So as you may have seen, Izingane Zez Tembu premiered on Mzanzi Magic on Tuesday and Tirelo announced on her Instagram that they were expecting a baby by saying something is brewing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Congratulations to them. Um, that is the second, you are almost said wife, that's the second girlfriend. Um, so now recently, actually, in a podcast, on the Venture podcast, um, before this reveal Mpumelelo did hint at having another child he didn't actually say he's just he just said like and then i have others coming because mm. he has a um, uh i get to the first girlfriend he has like a three-year-old daughter yeah. um with the first girlfriend and now they're expecting he's trying to like expand the family i don't know why he's doing that yeah. without like getting married or all, all of that but that's why we're supposed to watch his in Ghana's table right mm-hmm. uh but yeah so he actually said something quite touching um i do definitely want to talk to him about this at a later stage but he touched on it a little bit saying that there was a point where um or he kind of alluded that there might have been, um, uh, what is this, miscarriages, uh, miscarriages yeah. in, in one of his relationships. And I think it was with Tirelo. My bad if that might be wrong, because that's what I'm saying. I need to speak to this person mm. to get the right info. Um, but yeah, basically, he's just glad to be a father and to start his own family, to follow in his father's footsteps, as you said, uh-huh. with growing his family. And he did mention that, of course, he's going to get more wives. So, of course, that means more babies. And he even said, even in the, in the, in the venting podcast, he was like, uh, Tina, like, like the siblings or the children. Yeah. And you know, he wants to surpass that. Yeah. And he also wants to surpass the wife count okay. of That's- the father. So, yeah, they're basically just trying to start, like, a whole country <laughs> in case it ends. There's enough land somewhere there Whoa. without the tornadoes and all of that. But, um, <laughs> that yeah. gives me a headache. Um, so, after the show uh, premiered on Mzanti Magic, it was trending, obviously. People loved them. So, like, arguably, yo, y'all are going to come for me. But, um, you know, a lot of people had qualms with issues with uh, the girls, that you know, you're a young guy, like Libuma 22, you need to be out there living your life. Now you're here in a situation where you're caught up with polygamy. 
Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, pregnant, and this guy is doing this. And I don't know, man. This is all shady for me. I don't know. Maybe it's What I is shady about this? I don't. Mm-mm. Which part? <laughs> the fact that you want to surpass your dad's wives because he's got four wives. I don't think it's shady. I think it's just maybe na- being naive. The, maybe he's just shady. naive. Yeah, she is not the right word not, to use. He's just, he's still, he's what, 25, 27? Yeah. He's still young. I think he's just being naive. Um, yeah. Shade is not the word I'd use. Probably KS. But weird. Already, I feel like, yo, Yazin. The fact that he's, st- remember he even spoke about the fact that he stepped out of um, his two relationships. Mm-hmm. He did say that on the podcast too. No, I'm not. He admitted <laughs> to stepping out of the relationship and sleeping with that girl we're not going to mention. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I just feel like he doesn't, like, isn't too enough? Like, also, if you want to get, like, a third person, like, why are this relationship boring you? Like, what is going on? I don't understand mm. what's... So I'm just saying, like, I feel to touch on the fact that you're saying that he might be shady. I don't think it's that. It's just the fact that he's a little bit naive, I feel. But he speaks like an daughter. Like, if you close okay. your eyes, well. <laughs> if you close your eyes and you hear him out, he just really sounds like a grown Zulu man. Okay. But there's just certain things that he says that are a little bit... We can move around. We can move on from this. I think I'm tired of it. Basically, also, congratulations. Yes. Okay, baby on the way. Yes. That's about that. But to correct the, the phrase I used, I said, shade is not the red. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, naive then. Yeah, naive. All right, let's move on from that. But I feel, listen, we're going to be all right. You're going to have to be humble and sit down for the news that I'm about to tell you. If you haven't heard already, Kendrick Lamar is coming to South Africa Woo-woo. again. Right, and this time around, we know that um, he will not be, what reason will not be opening for him this time around? Because that's what Ooh, happened in time. Durban the other time. Listen, I'm excited for this, but let me catch you up because I'm not going to assume that you know. Um, so if you've been following Hey Neighbor on social media or just following Times Live, then you would know the news that Hey Neighbor is bringing quite a number of international stars mm-hmm. from her to Khaled and Mafia or Swedish House Mafia. There's quite a lot of people coming through, but listen, this is the one, this is the recent announcement that had a lot of people talking on social media, which is mm-hmm. Kendrick Lamar, mm-hmm. Poetic Justice, Mr. Mm-hmm. You know, we're going to be all right, as we said, Mr. You know, Mr. Everything, young kid. So he's, um, yes, exactly. And Hey Neighbor is going to take uh, place in December between the 8th and the 10th, but mm-hmm. Kendrick is on phase one of the the festival so i'm looking forward to that mm-hmm. i'm Me looking too. forward to that december's gonna be lit i already have plans i like the fact that i can put it in my diary already. <laughs> yep. can i tell you something funny when i i think it i um updated my WhatsApp stories and i was like kendrick it's coming the first person to talk was like my sister are you getting the tickets we shall see but also nah. yeah i want to add this I'm as own, <laughs> i have an issue with with very populated spaces like, I feel like there's going to be a lot of us. Mm. <laughs> mm, but that's why we need to get VIP. I know, okay. I yeah. And the tickets are going for like 5K, bruh. Yeah, that's like, isn't that like the first, like the entry level vibes? <laughs> but there are also like tickets that where you can get like accommodation, you can oh, get travel, nice. you can get... Mm-hmm. But I'm excited. I'm excited. The first time Kendrick was here, I don't know where I was, but... Well, I didn't he was in Durban, so you would have to travel there. <laughs> Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm excited to see the 17-time Grammy Award-winning rapper come here. All right. Yeah. That's on that period. On to some other international news. Uh-huh. South Africans Bobby Cooper and KO, as well as Swazi Bon, DJ Uncle Waffles. Um, I put that distinction of saying Swazi Bon because, you know, do you want to catch us up? I mean, she's 
born and raised from Swaziland. Yeah, is I that what you want to point out? Yes, a lot of people were. Oh, but we made her. No, we did. No, period. I'm a piano, which is a South African genre. genre. Yes. If it wasn't for Adiwele, I don't think Besiwele or Anguwafos. So please. But yes, c- congratulations to her for the nomination regardless. Yeah. Um. Also, I think with you, like you're pointing out, a lot of people, it didn't sit well with them um, for the fact that she, wherever she goes, I'm a South African DJ, but when it came to the BETs, she was all of a sudden... No, 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 we know she's from Swaziland, but mm. I think it, it was a shocker because people weren't expecting her to say that. But anyway, um, well. the trio came out empty-handed at Sunday evening's 23rd Annual BET Awards in LA. We had Jen Su, who attended the BET Awards, and she was the one giving us all the scoops from the pink carpet. Waffles told her... It felt like she was living a dream. She hopes to never wake up from. She said she was touring for 200 days this year. To the point you were making, I mean, if it wasn't for that debut, yeah, I do well, a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. Lena, I didn't know who Uncle Waffle was. Wait, when did you not know? No, before the Aduel. Oh, like, of course. She no, nobody knew. Nobody knew, mm-hmm. yeah. And Well, well some people, okay. like a very yeah. small circle in the club knew maybe. Yeah. yeah. And then from there, like, it was... To the top with her. I mean, mm-hmm. she even did Coachella recently. Yeah, no, listen. I love the strides that... I love to witness the strides that Uncle Waffles has been able to take. Mm. I think she's surpassed... I mean, people who have been in the industry for decades and she did it for like in two years or even shorter than that. So Mm. it's great to witness. And even though she did not come out with a win, I like the fact that she was... She still went on social media and was like, inside, what's up? I just want to say thank you so much for all the support and all the love. And congratulations to Bonner Boy, he won the category. Yeah, guys, thank you so much. I love you guys. And if anything, I feel like Brenner Boy did actually deserve Absolutely. that win anyway. I think it's his mm-hmm. second BET. Yep. But, I mean, he is Africa's giant. And out of all those nominations, I feel he was most deserving. Mm-hmm. Not that I didn't want KO to get it. <laughs> Love you, KO. Just to echo Joy's uh, words, um, she and KO were nominated in the Best International Act, which, like you said... B- uh, with Bobby Cooper as well. No, no, Brenner Boy worked, walked away with this one. Bobby mm. was nominated for the Viewer's Choice Best International Act. Oh. So those were two different categories. Well there. So Bobby Cooper was also nominated in the Viewer's Choice Best New. However, Cameroonian Libyanka walked away with the award. Okay. Well, congratulations to them. I think this means, I mean, firstly, yesterday's prize is not the same anymore because a BET nomination is a big deal. It is, it is. And I think for Bobby Cooper, for somebody who's also fresh in the game, not so, she's also, I mean... What do they say? You don't know that saying? Okay, well, she's new in the game and, you know, the paint is still drying is what I'm saying. Oh, okay. So, um, yeah, so it's, 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 it's still great to see that they're, they're doing well. And so the fashion, that? were you happy? I think we had... Oh, let's talk Joy, about that. Uh, Joy and I had a brief 30 minutes back and forth about... We did? The fa- yeah, girl, you were having a go at me. I was saying they looked good and you, had, you broke it down. I was like... Well, okay, I'll be brief. So I don't be shady. <laughs> um, they they were wearing okay, you know. They were wearing clothes. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay, I'll start with Ko. Honestly, I feel like he didn't make a huge effort. I think he also wanted to look like a little bit African samurai inspired situation there, which is not what he normally wears when he's in South Africa. So what was mm. that about? So I feel like 
Like, I want to when um, Java went to the BETs and mm. he was wearing old Zulu and whatever. We got yeah. that because yeah. he does that this side as All well. Time, yeah. But for KO, for me, I was like, why are you switching it up? He could have just worn a t-shirt instead. Or but, a tux. Come on. Or a tux. Like, I don't know what he was really going for. But, yeah, no, that's the only person I can say, like, really misrepresented in terms of fashion. Mm. Um, Uncle Waffles, you know, looks sparkly, looks shiny. Just, and, and, and who's this who's wearing the princess... Bobby. Mermaid dress, Bobby Cooper. I think not to to compare the two. I think Uncle Waffles obviously just sparkled, <laughs> and <laughs> Bobby Cooper, of course, was looking good. I'm not saying she looked horrible. It was just a dress. It was just a mermaid dress, and I feel like they could have, you know, put a little bit more personality into the dresses because usually we don't see these people wearing, you know, Any these form, types yeah, of. Yeah. Um, well, on the red carpet, yes, I think they tend to just lose it and forget about their personalities. But I want to see more personality in the way that they dress, especially when they represent us beyond the borders. Mm. As for KO, bring back that personality because whoever that is, we don't recognize him. <laughs> All right. Okay. I th- from my two cents worth about the outfits, I echo your sentiments of KO. I don't know what that was. Um, maybe so- some someone must ask him because, yo, it's not make sure. And the, dress- <laughs> <laughs> the dresses, I was actually happy until... With both of them. Yeah, until okay. <laughs> I saw someone at Twitter saying that Bobby looked like she was going for a quinceanera. And I was like, oh, oh. I see that. So, um, look, I mean, it's, maybe the, all the details were a bit much or whatever. What did we want them to wear also? Uh, wh- what I am saying is that those are two artists who have great and big personalities. Mm. And when I see them touring and performing in different spaces, you see their personalities come through and what they're dressed in. Mm. But when they go on the red carpet, they lose it and go for this mermaid things that we don't <laughs> recognize. Uh-huh. It, they look good. Yeah. They, you know, we, we would like, you know... Mm. Yeah, but like KO, <laughs> the only person that I can really shade is KO. But everybody yeah. else, you know, you just you just wore a dress from whoever's designer. We don't I even know who that is. I love the dress. Yeah. Okay, it was sparkly. It was nice, but I feel I feel there was more personality her. that mm. could have shone through from both their sides. Yeah, I think we're always expecting wild looks on the carpet because I mean it's it's expected these dreary looks on the red carpets are a yawn fest for no my point is basically there was nothing to write home about is what I'm saying yeah it's just the dress and then the carpet and then maybe that's why I'm slamming sabuyangana with anything but okay (laughs) (laughs) okay let's move on I'm tired of this okay but congratulations to them really all the best on the strides that they take Um, somebody who's also stepping into the music scene and hopefully might win a BET because maybe mom kisses on Tengela is Sean Stylist um who is an Amapiano DJ. He's now set to release an EP after signing with Warner Music, which is an international record label, and that's why the BET is not so far-fetched, right? Mm. Right. So he, um, I bumped into him at Zakes Bantoni's exclusive birthday party at Mercedes. If you were not there, I'm so sorry to hear <coughs> she that. She bumped okay. into him. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so he was telling me a little bit about that. Of course, we got to speak about fatherhood. We got to speak about his relationship with Mum Kize. Mm. I saw a bunch of random blogs saying that Sean and is 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 Mum Kize's wife. We have to set the... Not wife. Did I just say wife? Husband? No, that Sean is Mamkeez's son. Oh. uh, Which is not true. Yes. Um, They're just... He just joined the family and they just grew closer together and whatever else. Yeah. So, yeah, he's in a great space in his life. Mm. 
And that also is set to translate with his music, um, with everything else that has been happening in his life, from marriage to everything else. And he says he just wants to give a chance to um, aspiring or upcoming artists as well. I think he features like four upcoming artists because mm. he's saying he wants to give uh, people a chance as much oh, people a chance, just like Mamkeze did with so him. What he sings? No, he DJs. He sings. He's been singing actually oh. since he was he was twelve. He just never released anything. Mm-hmm. So now he's releasing his first body of work okay. as a singer. So here's a little bit of an insert from that chat that we had. Uh, we are blessed by a baby boy. His name is Mason. Uh, but we've been together with her for the longest time. It's just that I'm not public about my relationship. I've learned my mistake from 2017, and I decided that. I'll keep my private, my relationship private from the socials. I'll just, whenever I feel like posting my woman or appreciating her publicly, I'll do that once in a while. But I've been in a relationship, good relationship, healthy relationship with them. God has blessed me with the most humble and understanding woman that gives me support beyond unreasonable doubts. But how are you juggling that lifestyle, this new lifestyle you've never been in? It's not new to me. I've been living like this. It's just I've toned down on the socials. Hey, I'm, I'm in to be a father. You are a new father. No. I'm, okay. Being a father hasn't changed much of me, but it has eleva- elevated my thoughts and my thinking and my reasoning on doing things. Uh, I'm still grounded. I still attend events where I get paid. Because my face is my invoice. (laughs) So it's more of doing the meaningful things now than just being out there. But also in doing that, we also give support where we can. Not that every time you just need to put an invoice to attend an event. Partnership relationships are important. Collaborations, um, they they begin from such uh, meetings. Um, I like uh, the fact that he diversified himself and over and above everything else, going personal. I actually appreciate that, you know, he got burnt. He got burnt? The first time. Yeah, with the first relationship. Oh. He went public and then... It oh, just in 2017, yes. Yeah. Hey, I'm Tatel. So now that's why he's saying he's going to be private with yeah. his stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Of course, he's going to maneuver different, but now also he's got, like, the money. Because remember, he's also... Oh. Uh, he has a construction company. He's an MD there. He's with the Royal AM, which we know has a gang loads of coins. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think he's on a good side. And honestly, congratulations to him also on the wife, the wife and the and the son. The son is born. Did yeah. I even reveal that? Yeah, you did. You <laughs> yeah, said that he has a son named He will never Lisa. post until maybe he's probably going to post when he's like uh, yeah. one years old, one year old. Mm. Yeah, so the child was born. He's in a good space in his life, and he's gonna have another baby soon, which is the EP coming up just after signing with Warner. Did he tell us what the name of the EP is mm-hmm. or how many songs? Um, okay, so keep it. Yeah, keep it locked. Keep it locked on that one. You, <laughs> 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 my tongue. Uh, keep it locked on that one. It's coming out soon. So be sure that Joe will give you a review. <laughs> Maybe we should do it. I will. Episode. No, but listen. <laughs> Yo, don't listen. <laughs> I was about to shade. I was about to be so shady. No, I, want I don't to, know why I'm, I'm like, so I'm shady holding this back. morning. Uh, no, no, but it'll be interesting to hear uh, what he comes up with. You know, I mean, he's a DJ. Yeah. He, I'm a piano is like, I'm a piano guy. Just put lots of drums and then it's going to be a hit. Um, the singing, no, he has been singing on TikTok. He does have some reviews there where people are just like, yeah, that's cute. And also, oh, really? remember, there's like, 
what is this auto tune and tuning there? Yeah. Anybody can sound like Beyonce yeah. today. Yeah. Not really. Maybe you can sound like Bobby Cooper. Okay. Okay. So, but yeah, it's it's in the live performances where we get to see if somebody over auto tuned themselves or if they can really sing. Anyway, moving from the music all the way to the film side, Netflix has announced, or rather, the producer and writer of this upcoming film that's going to be airing on Netflix on July seven, have announced that Homereka mm. is coming. Now, Homereka stars actress or season actress Latoya Makene Pudumo. Mm-hmm. Mbalim Lodja, name ups as well as House <laughs> Moses. <laughs> now the movie is gonna stream. Can next week? No, no, no. That other week uh, on July seven. So the film centers on a damaged woman, Kenzie Mieni, who's played by Natoya, who is mission is to steal her successful colleague Tamara Olifant, which is played by Mbalim Lodja's life. Now, when I spoke to Latoya, she said, "Look, she said all the nice thing, the nice things." there are or there is there is to say about the movie she mm-hmm. said it's super intense it's an exciting movie it's got many twists and turns but Barna, all the unexpected things you can expect from her she said you're gonna see in this film remember that she used to play td on generations the legacy and you know on generations who were like yeah whatever mm. when she used to date or was married to kumkani on Generations, I'm revealing I used to watch Generations. Thanks for the recap. Because honestly, I was like, what? I'm joking. <laughs> anyway, so she said TD, you know, pushed, you know, it was a character who was on the dark side. Mm. This one. I, this is the one. The worst is worse here in terms of darkness and psychotic. Yeah. Yes. So, um, yeah. She, so, she said that, you know, this character will show people that she's got range. Yeah. It is a, an exciting movie. It's a movie full of so many twists and turns. There's so much that is unexpected in the movie. Mm. And um, I think it's something that a lot of people are also also going to be able to relate to, especially people in relationships, especially people who have been in relationships that have mattered to them and that have meant everything to them. Mm. And then you find people that just come in and they have their own ulterior motives and they have their own plans for your life and for themselves and it has everything to do with destroying what you have. So it is absolutely exciting. Mm. It is um, something that you, there's so many twists and turns that you never really, really know what to expect. Mm-hmm. But one thing is that I am so, so excited about the character that I've played. Um, if we ever thought that TV on Generation had a dark side to her, right. this has pushed darkness and psychotic mm. to the edge. Mm. And how was it playing this character? Because TD, like you say, we could blame Gaddafi. Like, you know, like, I know it's the husband who introduced the character. But now the whole focus is on this character and the psyche and how it's broken down. It's just this character. So how was it, you know, having to delve into that kind of character? It's, um, it's great because, you know, for the long time, as an actress, right? Mm. I was being typecast by a lot of casting directors because even if an action role came along, it doesn't matter how well I did in the audition, they always saw me 
and too innocent, too sweet, mm. too much of a mom, caring, too loving. It doesn't matter how well I, 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 I portrayed the character mm. because they had already typecast me, and because that is my personality naturally. Mm. They um, never would really give me roles like this. Yeah. So. Well, the one thing that I really, really appreciate about playing a role like TV is that TV opened a lot of other doors for me because Definitely. people then realize, oh, she's been typecasting this woman for so long, but mm. she is able to embody a character. She's given a brief, she's given a script, she embodies the character, mm. and then not only do I embody a character, I, 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 I push things the extra mile. Yeah. Like to the point where I'll have my producers holding their heads and saying, oh my God, <laughs> how the hell did you take this that far? Mm. I've got producers who are like going, okay, I had written it in this way, but how you have played it is so crazy and it is so freaky. And that is exactly what I want. Uh, I look forward to seeing how this or the what this character is gonna really do for her and maybe that will also give her an up in the acting industry not to say that she's now recognized but maybe also she might be a little bit more recognized in the space mm. the interesting thing for me over here though mm. no can you finish the movie before you go for spicing <laughs> <laughs> you're going to spicing i know but this movie for me it's giving me vibes yeah obsessed yeah fatal like fatal's on on on, on netflix there was another one, Fatal Attraction, where there's Nia Long. So I feel like we're seeing kind of the same themes going around for me. I'm like, I hope they tell it differently because it's a, it's made in South Africa. Maybe we have elements that has distinct features where I'm like, oh, that is from here. It has South African, it's a South African story. Otherwise, we've seen Obsession. We've seen Fatal. We've seen Fatal Attraction. We've seen what else do have you, do you know the themes of the movies I'm talking about? Have you seen them? I've seen like one from everything that you've like mentioned. Obsession. Okay. Obsessed young Beyonce. Yeah. Yeah, Mara Ekia South Africa. Okay. I can't remember to give it to Bona. I hope they mm. did it up. And you, you know, know what? The one thing about Netflix films is they're proper. Nice. They, they kind of. I think it's the production that kind of sometimes outweighs the story. Um. um so we'll see how these this this one plays out. I think Latoya is a great actress. Mm, definitely. So. I rate her. I rate her. So I think hopefully she carries the story. Is she the star of the, star of the show? Mm. Is she the star? She's the lead, yeah. Oh, she's the lead. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I'm the show, okay? Yeah. Yeah. Mbali also, I think, apparently, um, <laughs> won an award. No, apparently. Not, look at me saying apparently. What a hater joy. No. Mbali did win a, a, an award um, in Toronto um, yeah. not so long ago. So I guess they rate her as well as an actress. Mm. Um, so I also want to see how she plays um, this part. Who's the homewrecker in this thing? <laughs> Who's, who plays the homewrecker? Mackenzie, I think. Oh, okay. Because Mbali's character and Namap's character are dating. I'm not sure about Namap's. But anyway, um, keep it out. You know how we judge people based off of their past performances. Let's see or their this real one. lives. Okay, wow. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's wait and see with this one how it's going to unfold. I saw the trailer and I hope you did too. If you didn't, you can go on to Salamina Musese as well as the Fina Zoani Khronavalds social media pages on Instagram. That's where the trailer is. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. 
Well, we'll look um, forward to that. I think we can put a notification somewhere, a reminder there by Netflix, right? Watch alert. Mm-hmm. An alert. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, let's move on from that. Uh, something that was trending, though, from a different platform, which is Showmax, was the Mummies Club. Mm-hmm. We like anything Real Housewives of something. Yeah. And we liked actually having Mrs. Mops back on the screen, even, show, even though she said, I will never be back. I'll never do reality TV. She's back this time around. And the first episode, okay, she's addressing something like from two years ago mm. where um remember okay let me catch you up so if you remember uh the real Housewives of joburg reunion in 2020 mm. where um oh Burnett accused uh mrs mobs of cheating of course she did deny it during you know the back and forth during the reunion there uh of season one but she opened up the show to say listen i'm still married i'm still happily married and and I never cheated on my husband. It's it's nice. It's cool over here, and I have, we have beautiful children. What else did you say? You know what? Listen to it. There's something I want to ask you, and I go, I hope it's not awkward. Uh, what are you gonna ask? <laughs> the way you say it, I'm feeling like it's gonna be awkward. Remember that time when you had an acquaintance or friend, and she made accusations about you. How did you feel about that? About the cheating? <sighs> You know when you're in the limelight and you know people say things about you that are not true? It's just so bad. And I was just so taken aback by this acquaintance of mine. You know, for actually So you guys were not friends? No, never friends, never will be ever. I've been married the longest in my group. I've been married for fifteen years and I'm literally a very dedicated wife and a mother and that's something that i really take pride in being accused of that is extremely hurtful and it just comes from people who are like jealous and bitter but did you ever ask her but what was your reason why did you do that to me no i never want to speak to her again or not see her ever in my life again you know because if you can say that about somebody what else can and you do it falls and it falls accusations i mean it's yeah. not true it was never true and yeah man like people just get weird when you stop being their friend what's what's weird is that the people who are doing and saying those accusations they're not married honey how weird is that um we'll believe her right we'll believe that she didn't do anything even though Brunette seems to really be convinced like that she has receipts as well. like she has receipts yeah. but also you know what as again um shato um shato yabantu let me not even try leave them alone and yes if somebody's stepping outside that's on them okay let the lord reveal the truth um anyway so for me i don't think she needed to address this two years later. Again. Yeah. But then, then what it else opens is she going to say? People need content. Yeah, Mara, you're there as a mother. You're here to show us how much of a rich mom you are. Because, I mean, that's what the show is about, isn't mm-hmm. it? The, op- the opulence and the luxurious lifestyles However, of mothers. It is still reality TV, so you know they need the drama. And <sighs> I think that is why um, the girl, Mrs. Girl, just decided to ask her about that thing. Um um, about her relationship with Burnett and whether she is still Oh, friends. she was asked. She's not the one who spoke about it. She was asked. No, she was asked, but we know oh. how this thing is set up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I don't think she needed to say anything. I, uh, You know how South Africans are, and especially people who consume this kind of content, is things go left very quickly. 
Mm. So instead of take people taking her word for it, they're gonna try and poke holes in it and try and look for the receipts themselves. And now the poor husband is being body shamed. And now people are trying to find reasons why she married him. Hey, what, what? You see how all of this is unfolding. Mm-hmm. And it started on a good basis of us just discovering what the mummy club is. Mm. It would have been a different narrative. But now it's about the cheating. It's body shaming. It's about somebody being the gold digger. Hey, what, what? Mm. It could have been different. I know we need content. But yeah. I think maybe we need to rethink reality. Teams. But regardless of that, Mrs. Mops is seemingly the fa- the fan favorite mm-hmm. on social media. Everybody's just like, okay, we just let to have her back, and they're like, "Want me to drama?" And actually, oh, yeah. I like her. Actually. I <laughs> hope she brings. You know, she's friends with Omuslekela and oh. other celebrities, and Omuslekela is also a mommy, so maybe mm-hmm. we can also get like her circle of uh, celebrities yeah. on the show and to see how that turns out. Did you watch the episode? I watched glimpses of the episode. I was actually supposed to be. <laughs> what is premiere. it though? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, but I couldn't make it. However, I have subscribed to some sort of a show max to <laughs> see how that, um, you know, plays out. Those glimpses though, like I'm trying to get to the the crooks. <laughs> crooks. <laughs> I'm trying to understand. Like, what what is it? Do we watch them prepare the kids to go to? Crash or no, it's just to see how these rich women mm. or seemingly um just still are able to juggle their luxurious lifestyle, you know, outside of being a mommy, but also being a mommy too. Okay. Or like okay, beyond the glitz and the glam and the slay queening and the Instagram and the whatever, how they actually are in, you know, their personal space. I think it's pretty much that because now mm. we're seeing them in a different dynamic way. Now you're not spending money on the Bentley. Now you're spending mon- money maybe on the on the prem. You know? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Something like that. All right. But that's then. that on that, really. Um, I think she must just stop telling us or trying to set the record straight. You know, girl, if you didn't do it, you didn't do it. So let's move on from that. Mm-hmm. Um, in other news, Alvaro Durango has withdrawn from performing at Cotton Fest in Durban as per doctor's orders. Now, in a statement he shared with us on July 28th, us, I mean Chess Alive, his doctor advised him to take it easy until he's fully recovered. Just to jog your memory, in December 2022, Elvovo suffered a minor stroke after wrapping up performance in KZN and he was rushed to the hospital since the accident. He has taken time off from work to recuperate. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, I mean, I, ish, this is a very touchy touchy feeling matter for me and oh honest i actually went to his post after you said that he, he pulled out of the show mm-hmm. and a lot of people were saying ah as 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 the 90s we're not going anymore yes yeah. you're not going there yeah. and i felt that because i felt like it was a very good 90s reunion, re, re, reunion vibe that was happening there but do you believe that he pulled out because of doctor's orders. Yeah. I mean, the fact that he hasn't been back at work since the accident, yeah. it does say something. But the fact that he was promoting going to the show and he just pulls out, co- uh, like, conveniently just after the backlash on social media with the 2000s saying, okay, why is he actually Part of the on lineup. the lineup? Yeah. Um, I think that could be 
part of it. However, mm. it seems he did not, he wasn't really phased by the backlash yeah. from his promotional videos that he posted. Mm. But did he not know that he was not allowed to go? No, I was going to ask. I mean, isn't the first thing before you say yes to festival organizers, don't you give your doctor a call? Doctor Joy, uh, this is what I'm booked for. I'm going to be on stage standing for two hours or less or I have eight songs or five. And this would mean I have to move around, whatever. Do I have the green light from you? Mm. And then Dr. Joy will say, yes, you do. Or no, you don't. So imagine being announced and everybody else knows you're coming for you to blot and saying you're not well. Or maybe it could be the stress from thinking that he was unfazed by it. But in fact, like it really affected him. The fact that, you know, a lot of young people, I don't want to say Matuta because Matuta are not the same. I think that's a general miss. What, what? Yeah, most of the 2000s who were having problems with him being on the lineup. Mm-hmm. I, for I one, was excited to see him back on stage. Yeah. Um, but I do understand, um, you know, somehow, just a little bit, why some of the Cotton Fest fans were just a little bit um, unsettled by him being part of the lineup. But it was in KZN in his hometown, and he's yeah. really just a vibe. Even yeah. though he hasn't really released much in so long, maybe he was going to debut something, because he did mention, like... Uh, a few months ago that he was working on his EP. Mm. So I think even though he might not be working on stage, he is preparing a little bit of something to bring to us. Yeah. To echo what you're saying, I would have been understanding of the backlash had it been in Gauteng. But it, like you said, it's in KZN mm. and he's loved there. Like I really wasn't getting why. Yeah, but also you know, it's thousand. Okay. Yes. No, but honestly, if anything, I did actually, when he sent me the, the, the statement, I did say, I was like, yo, I'm so sorry to hear this. Because yeah, if really anything, sad. it's just like, yo, now you're not working, which means like now the money, no money yeah. you know, now how are you going to go to the doctor type of thing? And of mm. course, we're not saying like he's like, you know, short of some coins, but, mm. you know, he has to work. He is a legend, but he also has to sustain a number of things. But health is wealth. Health comes first. So, yeah, we got to keep him alive. So. I think as audience also, we need to be careful. In as much as we have the freedom of speech, the comment that you start as a joke and you're giggling on TikTok or whatever has a ripple effect on people's lives. What could have been easily avoided now has turned into... I'm not saying that's the reason, but mm. potentially it has turned into this, into mm. somebody pulling out because you were baffled. Yeah. I mean, it it wasn't going to take away from the whole festival. Do you understand what I'm saying? He was just going to be on stage for a few minutes and then out. What was the problem? You could have gotten drinks during that time. Well, you can go to the lavatory yeah. during that time. Nobody's forcing you to... to, to yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, but social media is not a real place and yeah. I'm sure everybody was going to vibe to his music. So they were. Get well soon, Mr. Dirango. We really hope you get well and you at least release this EP ASAP because we need something to prove to these 2000s. We don't know what to say anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Another throwback, however, would be mm. Kalawa Jasmine. Mm. I say throwback, but they're still existing and of course they have, you know, artists under their belt. We'll acquaint ourselves with them as they release whenever they do. Um, actually, no. Tapelo Mlomo, the Idols essay star, is, is to signed to Kalawa, if I'm not oh. mistaken. Yeah, because remember they have that deal with Idols. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, okay. So, they are still relevant. But mm. back <laughs> in the day, they were bigger than what they are today. They had Oskiro, they had Spigiri, they had all these other stars. And I think 
Um, it's great that they have a documentary that they're shooting to show the kids how they really did it back in the day. Mm. So we spoke to Oskido, we spoke to uh, Vusi Vuma, who is the marketing person as well at Kalawa. But Oskido obviously said, you know what, Kalawa Jasmine has, has been existing for like three decades, mm. 30 years. Mm. So to see the evolution of it, we need to start from the beginning to take away from its legacy, we need to understand how it all began, which was actually in the streets where the hustle was really hustling before social media. So they have a documentary that us that they are set to uh, release later this year on Mzanzi Magic, August to be exact. They have season one that they are currently in production with. I don't know how many seasons they're going to have because they don't want to clarify that part, but we look forward to seeing how that turns out and to, yeah, throw back to the quieter days where... Quite was just quite the. I, I like how her tone just went down, guys. It's like, where. Quite was just. No, quite was. No, no, no. Don't get me wrong. Quite was amazing. Yeah. Okay. We just don't have too much of it right now. Oh, mm-hmm. wait. Okay. There's this new song. I need to put you on. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Okay. But basically, the cracks of this is the fact that, okay, we'll see them have a documentary. Kudos to them. Tune in, stay captivated. <laughs> okay, I love for the fact that, you know, you did say that they were going to describe the evolution of Kalawa, right? Mm-hmm. So um, they were giving us, in in the story where Joy spoke to people, they were saying that they were going to... To Vusi and Oskido, okay, I stand okay. corrected. Um, the history includes Spikiri, the late jokes, Bruce Mahuta, and before then, you know, Braton and, and Christos. And for me... As a person that has always had a problem with how much we've forgotten the history where the music space is concerned, it, we need to hear these kinds of stories because there are new labels that are popping up that are not doing what the old labels used to do. Mm-hmm. Like the artistry, the connection, the relationships between artists. Do you see that all the artists that used to be under Kalawa Jasmini still have immense respect for Skido? Yeah, absolutely. They really do Yo, admire but I think everybody just sees Oskido as a hot man. Do you yeah. understand the work that he's put in and yeah. still does till, till, till this day? Mm. Even the 2000s respect him because he's on TikTok now too. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, yeah. That, that's a story for another day. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the history of Kalawa Jasmine, um, I think I'm not really too informed about the nitty gritties mm, exactly. um, aside from... What I mean, I think we all know, mm. which is just their impact and the and the legends that they have. I've witnessed a lot of them perform, so yeah. I look forward to seeing how that plays out. Um, I know we're gonna see a lot of old footage, seeing Oskido as a youngin, seeing fresh. I know he was somewhere in the background there as well during the YFM days or the other Josie Studios, wherever they are. I want this is actually the point that mm. I need to see this documentary because we don't know the history of Kwaito mm. and maybe that will also help inform the Amapiano stars and how they should be acting yes. when they come out here well, okay and not only for me uh, not only am I going to enjoy that but I'm going to enjoy that part together with that there's going to be a history of Johannesburg as well so we always wait for other people to tell our stories at least now we have an opportunity to be in the forefront and tell it as truthfully as is with no spice alright that's it for this week's Chisa pod <laughs> remember that you can find our latest podcasts review and subscribe for free on iono.fm spotify google play apple podcasts player.fm and pocketcast you can also find us or follow us on twitter at Chisa Life 
and the Chisapod is a Times Live production. And our producer is the gorgeous Demi Buzo. I have been your host, Constance Hanakomu, from me at Joy Pande. Until next time, bye. <laughs> bye.